about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. I pray, Lord, that whatever comes out of my mouth, it will be the Holy Spirit flowing through me, Lord. And I pray that will, the word will touch hearts and souls, Father God, and they will be changed just like you changed mine and you're still doing it every day, Lord. I give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, and thank you, Pastor Tom, for giving me the opportunity to be here today because... I know I used to hug this microphone <laughs> way back. I, I would love to. Every testimony I had, I would come up and grab this microphone, but never thinking that I had that one, one day I was going to be back here and behind the pulpit and giving the word of God. I First I take it, then I, I give it. So anyway, I, I, I was writing my notes and... And the Lord changed everything on me. And I was like, oh, no, Lord. So I got in my closet, not in my prayer closet, in my closet where I have my clothes. It's tiny. But I sat there like a little kid with my notepad. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit, because I love the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot hear God. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that works in us and through us. And he tells you things what to do, what not to do, and what to say, not to say, okay? And I hear this voice, that's not what I want for you to bring. You got to change it. And I was like, what, Lord? And he said, you carry my love. I want you to give the word about love. I don't want to say, I don't want, if I say preacher, <laughs> preach, the word is like I'm a preacher and I'm not a preacher. I never consider myself a preacher. I never do. It's, I'm a, I'm a vessel, a willing vessel to do whatever God wants me to do, to do, but I don't have a title. I, I never, I don't put myself a title on me. Okay. I'm a this, um, disciple of Jesus Christ. That's about it. We all are, not just me, all of you. Of course, there's pastors, apostle, fivefold ministry. Then we have a prophet, and then we have evangelist. <laughs> Congratulations. Glory to God. And we have preachers, teachers, and, and we learn from each other. Amen? Okay, so let's go to the word of God. And it was all about love. Oh, glory to God. And if you know me, I am not fake. I don't care if you, try, if you believe me or not. If I go around and tell you that I love you, if I text you or I receive a text from you, it's from my heart. The love of God is in my heart. And I have, I treasure this love in my heart. The love of a, a husband is different than uh, a brother or a sister because you have, you know, you know how it is. I don't have to tell you. A love from our children, they are our children, from our brothers and sisters, we have that unity, that love, the, the 
Father's love, but it's different, okay? It's the Holy Spirit and unity with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes, lives inside of you. It's united with your spirit. Hallelujah. And he does whatever he wants through us if we allow him. And always be attentive to his voice. Because he speaks if you seek him and you wait. Don't just go in your room, pray your room, and, oh, what, what, Lord, what is it? You're not talking to me. I'm leaving. 20 minutes went by. Pray in tongues. Wait. Read the word. Write notes if he tells you something. It's so important. Hallelujah. So let's go to the scriptures. If you want to turn, I have quite a few, okay? Many, but I can give it all because it's too many. <laughs> One hour is not enough. So as I was in my closet, prayer closet, I was said, Lord, you got to help me on this because I don't have a problem going out and tell everybody else about the gospel, about casting out demons, healing the sick. I don't have a problem. But I never, this is my first time in the front of, my church, the church of Jesus, but I mean my, my congregation, and I don't feel, I feel a little nervous. I was, I talked to God like this, I don't know if you do. And then he's, he immediately said, Joshua 1, 9, and I opened my Bible, and it was like, I have, hmm, have I not commend, have I not commanded you, be strong, and courageous, do not be afraid, nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I was always, and I was said, okay, Lord, you are with me. I don't have to fear. I'm going to go. And then I knew people were waiting for, uh, praying for me. Pastor Latasha, she was like, sending a little message. I'm praying for you. And I know God is going to use you in a mighty way. And I was like, okay, thank you, Jesus. So let's go now to John 15, chapter 15, verse 9, 10, 12, 16. I can't believe I'm reading without glasses. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Wow. John 15, verse 9, 10, 12, 16. As the Father loved me, this is Jesus speaking, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in his love. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. You did not choose me, I chose you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask to the Father in my name, he may give you, he, give me, he may give you. These things I commend you, that you love one another. So love one another is a command from God. It's so important to God. We have to love. But, oh, but sometimes it's so hard. They hurt me. You don't know what I'm going through with this person. That person, choose to forgive. Choose to forgive and go on. Choose to forgive and love because sometimes, even in the church, I had this thing. Oh, oh that person. I, I used to be judgmental in the beginning. I was. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so real with you today. Okay, this is Maria now. With the word of God in me. 
I changed. But in the beginning, I was, uh, it was not perfect at all. Uh, and the Lord is still working in me every single day through his word. Okay? I'm being transformed still. And I think you are also, all of you. Okay, amen. So, let me tell you something. Oh, glory to God. When you love, it's not easy sometimes to forgive, right? You have a choice. I'm going to tell you something that nobody knows in this church. When I was five years old, I was sexually molested. Five, six, by a cousin that lived across the street. I could not tell my parents because they would might not believe me. And they threaten you. If you say, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to do this to you. So I always kept this secret to myself. I never said anything. My mom just found out two months ago. I kept it all in. But I never had the hate for this man. And I didn't know why. Today, I do. God already had his hand on me. He has his hands on us. Sometimes we, don't th we think we are alone, but we are not. So I forgot about it. Okay. Not too long ago, he sent us a message that he wanted to come to our home. I didn't like that. That's when I was like seeing the TV, like the memories from the past were coming. And I was like, eh, to my home? No, never. I was like a little. And I was like, wait a minute. I checked my Facebook. And he asked us to become my friend. And I was said, ooh, this is good now. I'm going to check his Facebook. And I accepted him. He lives in Florida. He was a cousin, second cousin. And um, I checked and I seen women naked and I was like, you dirty thing. You gonna, I'm going to let you know now. I'm going to tell you what I did. I sent him a message. But you know what I said? His name is Antonio. If you're watching, I forgave you and you know it. Ask Jesus for forgiveness. I said, he thought I didn't know that I had forgotten. And I said this. I felt like the Lord was changing my heart. And I felt like whatever the Lord put in my heart to say it, I was saying it. Antonio, I want you to know that I remember everything that you did to me and all the little girls in the neighborhood. I want you to know that I am a woman, a woman of God, and I forgive you. Because God says, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. Okay? We got to, I have the verse here, but we all know this. And I said, if I was you, I would be on my knees right now. It was a long message. Praise the Lord. It was Portuguese too, so I didn't miss a word. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, and I was like, if I, would, I forgive you, so God will forgive me for all my sins too. But you got to 
Go on your knees right now and ask God for forgiveness. And I sent him John um, 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And then I sent Romans 10, 9, 10. If you do this, 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 and believe in your heart, we know all this. Now it's up to you. You are free. From, from me, you are free, and I bless you. But now it's up to you to get straight with the Lord and repent. And then and it was more stuff. And then I said, how would you like somebody to do this to your children, to your great-grandchildren, or to your wife? No response. That's okay. I did what I had to do. Amen? Okay. So that was done. But before that, okay, I was five, six years old. And then it's like went away. I wasn't thinking about that stuff all, all the time. But I was a girl that was brought up, let me tell you, quick. Brought up with no TV, no electricity. Our mattresses was uh, full of hay, like the cows, the ones that the cows eat. I never seen a TV since I was 16 years old until I came to America. I had no shoes, no fridge. We were happy. Poor bread. We always had bread. We were thankful for our bread. But I was, I, we lived poor. Okay? I used to milk the cows, make cheese. I still know how to do it. Go... A farmer, I was a farmer, helping my parents, my, and I did everything. And I was the oldest, of course. I had my brothers, my brother and sisters to take care of it because my mom had to work with my father. So I did all this. This is the little Maria that you see jumping up and down here because I'm so happy, so joyful because the Lord is so good to me. Okay? There's another one. Then I got married. We, I came to America 16 years old. I seen a TV. Whoa! You're going to think I'm stupid, but I'm going to be honest. Wow, TV. How could that be? How can they be speaking through a TV? I, how can they fit in there? I was so innocent because I never seen one. So I waited until my aunt get out of the house, and I looked on the back. I see this big thing. I said, there is no way they, they fit in there. I was not stupid, but I never seen those things before. And then when we got to a light, and then it was turning red, green, yellow, I was like, how, how does those lights know that the time that we have to go? I didn't know it was a timer. I didn't know anything. The doors automatically open. Oh, how come they know that we are here to go in? You know, this was me, innocent, because we never seen the, these things. So I was 18. Let me go up now. I was 18 years old. I was pregnant, and I had two little kids. I was 18 when I got married, 24. I had two children, and I was pregnant for my third one, which is Michael. And I was told, this brought me to tears. I was told to have an abortion from my ex-husband. And I said, you can leave me. I was 24. You can leave me today. 
with the two children and this one, I would never do such thing. Now, if you're here and you had an abortion, don't feel guilty because your, chil- your child is waiting for you. God forgave you. God cleansed you with his precious blood. You are free. Stand free. So don't feel guilty. I'm just telling you what, what, what I went through. So he left me with the children. I lost my house. I lost my car. I worked 19 years for Texas Instruments. I don't know if you know. Okay, for calculators and microchips. 19 years working, and I took a men's job to make more money. Okay? I was a little one, but I was strong. To make money. It was God. It was all God. I just didn't know it. And then my ex-husband would tell me, find someone else. I don't love you anymore. Well, I had three children, one on two and one on the way. And he was always putting me down, like, find somebody else. I don't love you anymore. So I did. Okay? I did. I had my son, the third one. And I was like, okay, you don't want me? I never had love. My parents were not the kind of people to hug and give love, you know. I don't know if you did, but I didn't. I, I know they loved me, but they wouldn't do it. So I tried to find love somewhere else. So I did. Oh, man, felt good to feel the arms around me and say, I love you. I didn't have Jesus. I didn't have a, re- a relationship with Jesus. We go to the Catholic church. That's, that was my church. But, hey, you hug today. Tomorrow you forgive, just like Pastor Tom says. You drink today. You go to church Sunday. God forgives. Monday, poof, again. That was my life. Then Joe found out. Oh, I was homeless with my children. I was homeless. My brother Joe took us in for three weeks. And then he said, you have to move because I have a girlfriend. She's moving in. She's coming from Portugal. So I had to look for a place. I found this little place. And um, I went to a small corner store, like a grocery store, convenience store. That's the word. And then I asked the owner, do you know anybody that has a, a small, even if it's a small place, for me to live with my children? And he knew my ex-husband. He said, I do have one. That house is mine. I have one upstairs. It was very small, two bedroom. And I said, I'll take it. Because I was making good money to pay for my car because I got another one back. I didn't have credit, but they felt bad for me. And they said, because you've been working so long in that factory, and I'm going to give you a car, you pay with the option to buy. So I had my car. I didn't lose my job. Okay? Praise the Lord is the truth. So um, so I was there, and my children with me, my daughter got married, and the other one came back, my ex-husband. Oh, I want to come back to you. I said, nope. The apartment is mine. I'm the boss now. You go now. I don't need you anymore. So I went to a, Joe was playing music at this Catholic church with the nuns. <laughs> then playing the keyboard, singing with them. 
And I was like, ooh, he looks good. I knew he was alone for 12 years. He was alone for 12 years. So I was like, ooh, he looks good. And, I was like <laughs> and then I was friends with his sister. And she said, oh, my God, your husband is not with you. He left you. I have a, my, you know, my brother Joe is alone. And I said, oh, for God's sake, don't even talk about me. And I don't want to know. And then um, she said, well, he's older than you, seven years, which is not a lot. So I was like, oh, man, I should go to church and see him. I, I never told him. This is the first time. <laughs> so I went to church. He, yeah, he looked so good. And I looked like I always dressed up nice. I did. I did. <laughs> to work but that day was extra that day was extra special you know my hair here I come and then he was looking and looking the priest was preaching instead of him being like this he was like this on the side and I was like "Ooh, this is gonna be good so he asked me out and 24 years ago we started dating and he told me the first time we were talking like like face to face he said I would marry you tomorrow and is the love of my life that I never is the love of my life first the Lord and then my husband and my kids are my kids our kids okay so God is so good he's so faithful <laughs> praise the Lord so that kid that was asked he, Michael, which he said that for me to have an abortion, we moved on Florida because he was drinking a lot. He was, and then they had to cut legs and pieces of his body because it was stroke after stroke after stroke. So we came down to Florida, and he was in a coma. Three weeks before he died, I decided, me and Joe, we talked. We decided to send Michael to Boston Hospital to bring him to the Lord. And he had tears coming down. And he said, Lord, if my father is saved, give me a sign. And the lights went blank twice. And the heart monitor was jumping like crazy. So the son that he wanted the devil to kill, it was the son that brought the father to Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. So glory to God. Hallelujah. So this is, I have so much about love. I am real. I am real. If I hug you and say, I love you, it's not fake. It's true. Okay. And the demons know it. That's why I love to cast them out. Because now we're going to get to the deep stuff. Whew, glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Because it was so much about love. Faith. Whew. Faith. Faith. Okay, let me go to faith now. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. My God. When I became born again, me and Joe, the word of God, the word of God, the word of God. There was only one problem. We were at the wrong church. You cannot cremate yourself because if you get cremated, you go into hell. Oh, boy. We had the plans to be cremated. So now we couldn't do it. 
And then if you don't have if you're not speaking in tongues, you cannot go to heaven. And I was like, Lord, I've been asking you to pray in tongues for so long. What's wrong with me? I was blaming everything on me. And then I would say, okay, I'm going to try now. Lord, I want to pray in tongues. I want to pray in tongues. Lord, help me, help me. I would squeeze myself and try so hard. I never had anybody to tell me, pray for me, help me, how to receive it, how to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. We lived with fear. The day that we walked in that, this door right here, I didn't know English. Almost nothing. I didn't. I, I didn't go to school in this country because Massachusetts is like living in Portugal. Texas Instruments was like living in Portugal. I didn't know English. I didn't go to school. I learned here about the Lord and how to write and how to read. It was here. Glory to God. I am so thankful. Then we came in. We, we started listening to the truth, the power, the authority. You can cremate. There's nothing wrong. It's cheaper. Oh, man. It was, what a relief. Woo! And then I got sick. Joe got sick. At the same time, we were so attacked. You have no idea. I had surgery, and I guess they dropped me on the floor. They did. And all my discs were all messed up. The spine, my legs, I couldn't walk straight. I could not lift up my hands. And I was, I went to every hospital around, every doctor, rehab, chiropractic, you name it. Nobody could help me. They tried, but nobody could help me. I didn't know how to declare the word. This was before I came here. This was the beginning when we moved. I didn't know how to declare the word. But I would be in my bed, drugged up with drugs. Who remembers the bags that the bag that I had with pills? B uh, Ziploc bag, full. Yeah, it was gone. The Lord stopped. And I was like, Lord, I didn't want anybody around me. I would say, close the door, leave me here. But I was like, Jesus, I don't want to go yet. That's all I knew how, what to say. I didn't know how to declare the word of God. I didn't know about the power, the authority, declaring the, the healing scriptures over your body. I didn't know nothing, okay? So I was like, Jesus, don't let me go yet. There's so much to do. And you know my heart is for the people. And I promise, Lord, it's not like I was negotiating with the Lord. I was just putting my heart out to him. That's all I knew how to do it. And I said, Lord Jesus, please, let me live longer. And I promise you, I will go wherever you send me to. I'll do whatever you want me to. And I had an encounter with Jesus. And he, it was this big, beautiful light, not even the sun, big beams of light. And the face of Jesus came straight to me. And I said, Jesus. He came so serious, and then he went like this. And I knew that I was not going to die. Okay? So, once I learned the word of God, I didn't ask to see Jesus anymore. 
because I knew where he was and I know where he is and I know he's, the Holy Spirit is inside of me. I'm anointed. I am righteous. I am washed with the blood of Jesus. I have the power and authority against the demons that were trying to kill me and my husband because he had a stroke and a heart attack. Let me tell you, I'm going to use all the power that he gave us. And I encourage you, get up when you see a sister or a brother being on the floor screaming or puking. Don't be afraid. Don't leave. Get involved. That's your job. Do you know casting out demons, it's a command? It's a command. It's not, a, it's not oh, I got this gift. Taking out demons. I got this gift. Of lay hands on the sick. They should have recovered. No. It was given to us by Jesus. It's a command. You go. I'll prove it to you. I know that you know, but let me tell you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. If you don't like it, just tell me. I'll sit down. But I have to go through something. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will no, it will, it will by no means hurt them. This is Jesus speaking to us. So why should we be afraid? Do you know every day I cast out demons? I cast out demons in my house every single day. As a matter of fact, I was telling my husband yesterday, I'm so glad this, this week I'm free. Because I needed this time to come here and give, you know, I'm, I'm going to say preach. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to say preach the word. Okay. Or give the word. First I receive, but then I give. So it was the first week in a long time that I have been not busy with casting out demons and pray for the sick. Five o'clock in the morning, one day, okay, not too long ago, I had this call saying, Maria, I need your help. It's an emergency. I said, what do you need? She said, I'm going to go to the hospital because I'm not supposed to eat seafood, and I touch something with seafood. I'm allergic. I have shots to give it to myself before the ambulance comes, but I need your help. And then they come. I said, nope. Wait a minute. I'm going to take the word of God. I'm going to spend the, the, the time with you, and you're not going to the hospital. I have little stools because I'm little. So I took my stool. I sat there. Do you know how many hours I was with her? And she did not go to the hospital. She did not take a shot. 12 hours. Would you do that for someone? That's the love of Jesus. My, my husband, God bless him. He gave me my lunch. I was eating lunch. Are you okay? And what did I do? Declare the, the, the scriptures. She, la- she shall live and not die to declare the good works of the Lord. Devil, you are a liar. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. She will cast out demons. She will go and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. She will go and heal the sick. She will trample over serpents and scorpions and nothing will harm. If she drinks, mm, that way was eating. And if she, the Bible tells us, if, if we drink any deadly poison, it will not harm them. So she ate that stuff. It was poison. She is your daughter. She will not die. She will live. Let me, and she will be a good testimony to the brothers and the sisters. Let me tell you, 
12 from 7 in the morning to 7 at night. After eight hours, she said, okay, the swollen is going down. She was breathing fine. And seven at night, I was ready for bed. <laughs> and so was she. She was fine. Why? The word of God. We got to stand in the word of God, not just stand it and declare it. You got to believe it. You got to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Okay? The Bible says so. So let's use our faith. Faith, yes. Let me tell you about some faith. Do you know unbelievers have more faith sometimes than the Christians? I'm going to be so honest with you, and I'm going to tell you why. The house that I lost before my divorce, it was a brand new home. The house that my kids were brought up, were, you know, they were brought up. And my middle son, I didn't know. I found this. I found this out not too long ago. 25 years, he went by every Friday showing his wife, future wife, which is going to be married for 18 years, praise the Lord, in November, okay? And he would say, that's my house. That's my house. That's my house. That's my house. One day, that's my house. One, and then he was going by. He never said anything. What happened was he was going so slow, and the owner of the house said, excuse me, can I help you? This is more like testimonies to stir you up. I know that you know the word of God, but we need to hear testimonies, okay? So he would go by. This is for us, too, for me, too. He, would, he was not a believer. He was not a believer. He would say, that house is mine. One day, that house is mine. Whatever we speak, we're going to get, right? Whatever's in your heart comes out of your mouth. So he was, he believed in his heart. And 25 years later, guess what happened? The owner was outside. He said, can I help you? Because he was driving really slow. And he said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I was brought up in this house. And my dream is to have that house back on my hands one day. And they said, well, my mother-in-law has cancer. And once she dies, we're going to sell the house. Give me your number. You'll be the first one that I'll contact. Six, yeah, she lasted six months. He got the call. He sold his so fast. And he got the house. Hallelujah. Okay, was he a believer? No. No. He is. He is saved because we declare every morning. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Every single day, I declare, me and Joe, we declare the word of God over our family. We, I have three on my side, three children. He had four, nine grandchildren. We say, our children, our grandchildren, we are one family, but we declare the word of God over everybody, all my generation, even down the line till, till the last one. From the oldest till the last, this is how I speak over my children. I, I look like a crazy woman in the morning sometimes, yelling at the enemy back and forth. And I opened, I even opened my door. So the, the, I do. I said, Satan, you get out of here. You have nothing to do in here. You go. As a matter of fact, when Pastor Tom talked to me about doing this, me being here, guess what happened? You're not a witch, so you can guess. <laughs> but Joe, was he does my um, vacuum, 
and he washes the floor. And he was in my bedroom doing the vacuum. And this leg was numb. I mean, I was really feeling it like, oh, no, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. No way. I didn't tell him. He got in the bedroom. He was vacuumed. And I took the mop, those commercial stuff, because I used to clean homes after work with him. So we still have one. And I did all my tile. And he got out of the room, because I have a lot of tile. If you were in my house, you'll know. Um, he said, what are you doing? I said, shh, I'm putting the devil to shame. Because he did this to me, and I'm going to prove him that I have power and authority against him. So I'm going to walk. I'm going to do the things that he wants to stop me to do, and I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm not afraid. Okay, okay, if you say so. So, <laughs> Okay? I don't stop. Don't stop. Just do it. When it's, I remember Brother James one time, he said, everything that the devil tells you when you hear something negative, do it because it's the enemy trying to stop you. So you do the opposite. Amen. Amen. My first time casting out a demon. Woo! Now I have fun when I cast out a demon. But at the time, it was here in this church. Pastor Tom was pre. Uh, no, the worship was going, right? And <laughs> it was back there. Beautiful worship. People were singing. And two young girls, was I don't know, somebody invited them. They were walking in the parking lot. And they came in. They were invited. They were sitting back there. And the Lord, you got to hear that still small voice inside of you. You know who that is? The Holy Spirit. You got to, you have to be attentive to his voice. I'm sure I came up here many times on the flesh. But I loved it. You know why? Because now I don't have a problem taking the mic. It was a practice. <laughs> I was practicing. But, and the okay, these girls were sitting down. I guess I was supposed to be back there, but I can't. Um, sitting down, two, two young girls. Brother James was behind the, our chairs. And the Lord told me, I know it's the Holy Spirit. It's, it's not from here, people. Brothers and sisters, it's here. Lay hands on her. And I was like, mm, this, no, no way. For what? I don't even know them. Lay hands on her. Oh, man, the worship going, and everybody's singing, and, and I laid hands on her. <coughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is a demon. And I was scared, okay? So my, my niece, Shana, it was me, <laughs> the girls, two girls, it was me, my husband, and brother James behind, and Shana besides Joe. And I was like, she went on the floor. And I said, Shana, Shana, nothing. I was like, oh, my God. Then brother James was behind me, and I looked at him. He reached his hand, and he helped me out. That was the day of my first demon casting out. But listen what? Today? I'm not afraid. They are afraid of me. They are afraid of you. We shouldn't be afraid of the devil. We have the power and authority against him. It doesn't matter if it's a legion, if it's two or three. You know, I have people that come over sometimes, and I'm not naming names. You know, from here, even from here, yes, I'm not ashamed to say it. From here, because if I needed, I would go somewhere too. Because I had a demon too. 
Yo, Maria, you had a demon? Oh, my God, the way you danced, the way you worship. Yes, I did have a demon. You know how? Through that man that did that stuff to me, molested me. I had that demon for 60 years, okay? So I was free, and I do my own deliverance. I know how to do it now, and that's the, the word of God. You got to come out. I reject you. If there's anything in there that doesn't belong to, to me, you get out in the name of Jesus. Okay? We can do this. Do not fear. It's our job. Because of the Lord said, you will trample over serpents and scorpions. He gave us the keys of the kingdom. He gave us everything that we need. We just, we just don't have the full revelation of who we are. That's why we are here still learning. But whatever you know, don't keep it to yourself. Step out in faith. That's what I do. I step out in faith. I was so sick, like I said. I was dying, dying on my bed. Oh, but you had to see Jesus, and then you felt good. No, but it was like I didn't know the word. At least I saw Jesus, and I said, okay, so I'm going to be obedient. I've been obedient since then, and I'm going to prove it to you right now. You're going to be stunned. You're going to see how sick I was. And you see the Maria that I am now. Pastor Latasha, please push this thing. Here's the papers from the work, the papers from all the doctors that I've been when I was attacked by the enemy. He was trying to kill me. Why? We all have a purpose in our life. It's not just for Maria. It's not just for Pastor Latasha, Pastor Benny, Pastor Tom, or whoever, Kelly, okay? Or whoever comes up here. Look, Tina, I love working with Tina. Taking, taking out, uh, casting out demons. I love, I love it. She, she's one of them that I really enjoy working with her. All these six pounds of paper from the doctors, hospitals, and then... I was like an old lady coming to church with compression stockings on my legs. Okay? Was like an old lady. I was not ashamed. I came up here. I was on top of all this. I was praying. I was worshiping God. Not to receive from him. Believing in a miracle. Thanking him that my miracle was on the way. And then guess what happened? Not too long after... Off. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then, guess what? The dancing that I go like this, it's because I couldn't lift it up my arms. But now I can do this. And I can move them around. And I say, Lord, you deserve the glory. When I'm dancing for Jesus, worshiping, I'm singing myself in the throne of God with Jesus. Dancing. Just thanking him for what he's done in my life. I'm not more special than you are. You have the same anointing. You are the righteousness of God. You, you are washed with the blood of Jesus. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Okay? There's no excuse. And we are not drinking milk anymore here in this church. We are eating the solid food. It's time. We are not babies anymore. We hear this over and over and over and over. Where is it? The service is done. That's it. Women's meeting, we have, 
I'm going to be honest. If you don't like me, too bad. I love you. <laughs> Women's meeting, we have demons manifesting. Most of our church leave. I am surprised. I am like, where are the power? Oh, yeah, the powerful woman meeting. And then they see a demon. They cannot stay for an hour or two or whatever is needed. Come on, sisters. Come on. It's time to wake up. If you don't do it here, you're not going to do it out there. Okay? Because on the cruise ships, I don't have a problem. I had more a problem today with coming here than on the cruise ships. Yes, I cast out devils in a, on the cruise ships. I make appointments. I go to the spa. Casting out demons. I do. I'm, I go there. Is the manager around? Can I please talk to her? This is Marie. I'm not afraid. I just go. I have more problem back uh, back <laughs> here <laughs> than I have out there. I spoke in a nursing home. I brought people to Jesus. It was believers there. They clapped like I had the Bible and I went to the scriptures. I, When my mother-in-law uh, passed away, I was called to go up, and I was like, my Lord, I'm born again. If I go up, I know the priest is from my country. He's going to, I was like, no, I can't. Come on, Aunt Maria. Nobody can do it. You can. I was like, well, listen, overnight, if I have something to write on a piece of paper, I will go. But if not, I'm not going. And then the, the funeral guy came. Hey, so do you have anybody that wants to go up there? The sons, the daughters, no. They came to me again. I said, three times, confirmation, okay, I'll take it. So I went up. It was all about Jesus, about Jesus. He was the Savior. Because he doesn't just give, like Pastor Tom teaches us all the time. When Jesus died on the cross, it was, all, it was not only for our salvation. It was for the whole package, for abundant life, healing, prosperity, live with peace, joy, goodness, kindness towards one another. And the, the, the number one is love. That's why God sent his only begotten son, John 3.16, because he loved the world so much that he gave him a gift for us. But we have to treasure that gift. Where is that gift today? Inside of us. So we have no need for this fire to come down and get in you. We have to be revived. We have to learn in the word. We have to, if you don't step out in faith, we'll never be revived. You're going to have fear to step out in faith. So we have everything that we need. We have the Holy Spirit. We are anointed. We are righteous. We are washed, cleansed with the, the blood of Jesus. We are no sinners anymore. Okay? All our sins are gone, washed away. Thank you, Jesus. The old Maria died. I don't care what she did. I know this is the new Maria. Who? When I look on my... Yeah, I got one, another one for you. In the morning when you, when you get up, what do you see in front of the mirror? I ask you, all of you, do you see? Oh, I don't like me. Oh, my hair is so messy. Oh, I got big nose. Oh, skinny legs. I'm so tall. I'm so short. Oh, my butt. I don't like my small butt. My big butt. My nose is so big. Oh, my eyes look terrible. Don't say that. You should see Jesus. 
You should see him. We are the light of the world, the salt of the earth. When I, in the morning, you know what I say? Thank you, Father God, because I am fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image and likeness. I am loved. God loves me. I love myself. I have the mind of Christ. I walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you, Jesus, that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. Thank you, Jesus, that Christ in me is the hope of glory. Thank you, Lord, that you never leave me or forsake me. Thank you, Lord. I just say the scriptures. It's like a river. It keeps flowing and flowing and flowing. Okay, this is us in the morning. We should, the first thing in the morning, say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Jesus. What do you have for me to do today? And not too long after, maybe a phone call. I need help. I need deliverance. I need prayer. This is my life. My iPad and the phone sometimes goes the same time. And I tell my husband, I'm so sick of demons. I, it's a tough job because some people say, well, Jesus only did one time and they come out. Congratulations if they obey to you this much. I congratulate you. I congratulate you, the bottom of my heart. If they not put a fight with you, then you are com Jesus complete. I know he's in me, but he's still working with me. I'm still in getting the revelation every day of who I am in Christ, meaning what I can do. One day, we will do it one time. It's coming, but it's up to us to believe the word, exercise the word. And, and the, the number one thing is the word of God. If you're hungry for the word, take time, learn, read. I read Portuguese and English. I read both. If it's a little hard on the English, I go to the Portuguese to see if it, what it is. But let me tell you, my book goes everywhere that I go. Okay? Oh, my God. It's almost time. I'm almost done. So be happy of who you are. We are not of this world. Okay? We are in it, but we are not of this world. And we are citizens of heaven. Oh, my goodness, what a privilege. When I became citizen of America, um, United States of America, was the day that I was so proud, so joyful. How much more being seated with Christ in heavenly places? Come on, people. We should rejoice. We should be happy. Okay, it's not us living anymore, but it's Christ that lives inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is our best friend. He's our counselor. He's our comforter. He's our teacher. He's everything. We cannot move. We cannot do anything without the Holy Spirit. We have the three in one inside of us. What more do we need? Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, nothing. You get up and get in the Word and study, and then you'll know what to do. Hallelujah. That's what I'm doing. I still need more. I'm continuing. I'm not done yet. My mind is being transformed still. Every single day with the word. When I go to Facebook and I see Pastor Tom's word, I read it. And then I put it on my Facebook because it goes to Africa, Philippines, Pakistan, and all I can get. Sin. Share, share, share. Why? And they love it. Because they are being changed. You know what Pakistan's, uh, uh, the, they two, the two pastors, we worked with Pakistan now for three years. And um, <clears throat> she told me, I understand your pastor so well. 
I love him. We read, so it's so clear the way he explains things, which is true. Yeah, so clear. There shouldn't be a problem to, for us to understand. But I go through it every day, and then I put it up. I, don't, I take the part that has my uh, email, because we never know people might use it. But his, Pastor Tom's name is on the bottom. But a lot of people go through it. Elizabeth goes, and she checks it out. She loves it. You know, we got to do this. I never checked my kids' Facebook, I got to be honest with you, because I don't want to see what's there, because it turns my stomach. But I am praying and declaring the word of God over them. I don't want it. No, I don't want to be friends with them. No. No. I just pray and trust the Lord that they're going to be touched. They're going to have visions and dreams. They're going to be touched by the Lord and they're going to serve the Lord. Like Joshua in Joshua 25, 14 or 24, 15, something like that. You know, it's in Joshua. Check it out. So anyway, I declare the word of God. I declare we both do every morning over our finances, over our bodies. You feel a little pain. I am healed from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. So many times I come with Job to the church on Sundays and they saying, Tita, you cannot go up. You cannot. You cannot. You're going to sit on a chair. You're so tired today. I'm telling you, the enemy speaks. He hates the worship. He knows what the worship means. He knows more, more about the worship than the Christians, believers. You know when you're kicking around and you're you going around and you're dancing and you lift up your hands? You know when we're kicking them? They are suffering. And I love it. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. So everything that we do, it's not for our glory. It's for the glory of God. Step out in faith and do it. And when we have, we're going to have the meeting again in uh, next month. Well, this Next month. So be ready for what? Cast out demons. It's fun. You know, when you say, look at my eyes, look at me. You know, look at them. Do you like them? No, I hate you. I say the feeling is mutual. <laughs> we shouldn't fear them. They are afraid of us. They see the light. They see Christ in us. When you do this, they see the fire of God coming out of your hands. And don't look for them either. The last I know about demons, the, the better it is. The last I, I see people with demons, the better it is. I'm, but I'm obedient to God. Because we all were there once. So we are to help. But don't look after them. Don't chase demons. If they need help, let them come to you. But it's not supposed, we're not supposed to chase demons. Chase. Spend time with the word instead. Okay? And learn about what you can do. Um, there's always good to have somebody to talk. And I'm going to say this. I have a lot of scriptures, but I'm feeling like I'm going to let the Holy Spirit. If I, want to, if I need somebody to pray for me, because the Bible says pray for one another. Some people, they say, oh, you pray for yourself. Well, congratulations. That's because you never have problems. You don't need it. I ask for prayer. But I have to tell you, don't ask everybody. Because most people say, I pray, and they don't. 
If I tell you I'm going to pray, I pray. And I don't ask you the reason. I pray in the Holy Spirit. I say, Father, I don't know what the need is. But I'm going to pray in the Holy Spirit. Because he knows all things. And it's the perfect will. Uh, uh, the perfect perfect will of God. Okay? So you pray in tongues. But don't be nosy asking, what is it? Just to know what the problem is. No, pray. Pray for your brothers. Pray for your sisters. Now, if you pray for someone like Brother Jim, Jim, his wife went home. I'm going to talk about judgment now a little bit. She went home. We didn't know, me and Joe. It was a shock. Brother John, same way, every Sunday he would say, Maria, I want to see you preaching up there. I wanted every Sunday the same story. If a great cloud of witness, if you're watching, I'm here. <laughs> so she served the church, our sister Mitzi. She was so joyful, so loving, so caring. She, to me, I seen it all, the whole package in her. I don't know if you did, but I did, okay? Did I blame? Oh, they didn't have enough faith. That's why she died. They didn't pray enough. That's why she died. Who are you to judge? These people that I pray, they live. So many people out of the wheelchairs at the, on the cruise ships. So many people. Okay? But I never judged the ones that were not healed. I don't know why, but I do what God tells me to do. The rest is up to God. It's not up to me. But people have this thing, oh, they didn't pray enough. Oh, they don't have enough faith. We know we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We keep saying it, but I'm not going to put my brother down because maybe he didn't pray enough for his wife. What kind of sister would I be judging him? I don't know what went behind their door if they were praying to God and believing in the scriptures. So we should judge ourselves first because we all have our weaknesses. I know I do. I know I'm not perfect. God is still working in me, like I said, every single day, me and my husband. <laughs> and my husband is looking at me like this. Yeah, sometimes he talks to me and he goes, you can't hear me? Are you deaf? I say, excuse me? I don't receive that. I'm not deaf. I can hear. Well, I rebuke those words in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. That's me. I'm a tough cookie. I'm little, but I'm tough. Yes, I am. Oh, he's, he's hiding himself. He knows I'm telling the truth. So no, don't accept it. It was like Sister uh, Larna. She was saying about uh, high, oh, it's so hot, uh, hot flashes. And I said, no, I said, must be hot flashes. You know what she said? A good one. I deserved it. I don't receive that. I said, good for you. Yes. You shouldn't be sad or, or mean to your sisters because they remind you. It, they, they speak in the word against you, the, the word to help you. Just receive it and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I, I know they are right. I just said the wrong thing. Just, just be humble. Be humble because I do it too. I need, like Pastor Tom, maybe after this, he will say, Maria. He'll push me aside and he will say, Maria. Well, on this, 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 you didn't do, do a good job. Because there's two kinds of judgment. One is to discipline us, to exhort us. 
So next time we know better. And the other judgment is not the righteous judgment. There's righteous judgment and there's the negative one. You don't know. You don't want to go to the other way. But he has the right to t- to tell me. Well, you did this. You said this. You were not supposed to say it. And I have to respect. Why? Because he's my pastor. Okay. So it's almost time. I don't know if you had a good time or not. I know that. (laughs) And hallelujah. It's all the glory for God. But I have so many things. Oh, my God. Oh, I have five minutes. I'm going to give you a quick uh, testimony that happened. One time. About three years ago, we had a, a birthday party. This is nice now. I'm going to try to be quick. A birthday party. It was in Palm Beach of our granddaughter. And I said to Joe, we don't have time to go to see DCVC because it's too far away. He said, why don't we find a church around here and we can go? I said, okay, sounds fine. So I was ready, you know. So we, on Village Green, there was a church, um, Haitian. And he said, you want to go to that one? I said, <laughs> like, to that one, I said, yeah, let's try. So as we were getting out of the room, the, the car, I was like, he said, you sure you want to go in? I said, uh, yeah. And then the Holy Spirit, go in, my daughter. I'm going to show you that my church is not ready for me. I am ready, but they are not And then I said, Joe, let's go. I didn't tell him anything. I said, let's go. Yeah, we're going. So we sat down. It was like a big space. We walked in. We sat here, people walking in. And the Lord told me, sit here. And I said, Joe, sit here next to me. He didn't know what the Lord was telling me. And the Lord told me, the Holy Spirit, look at everybody that comes in and see how many people are going to say hi to you. We we were the only two white people in there. The church was big, full of people with those big hats walking in, like stuck up. And I was like, ooh. And I was looking to every one of them. I was obedient to the Lord. Six or seven said hello. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the truth. We are not ready. The church of Christ lost their first love, even for the brothers and the sisters. You know what the preaching was that day? Love. Ah, This is confirmation. When the Holy Spirit gives you a word, he always confirms and makes sure lines up with the word of God. If not, don't take it. So it was about love. So when the service was done, he came to the door. He gave us a handshake and please come back again. And guess what he said? I said, this was a nice service. Because the Holy Spirit told me this, 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 and you preached about love. He said, my church is dying. There's no love. Would you come and talk in this church? I said, I'm going to pray about it. If God sends me, I will. Two weeks went by. He called me. I said, no, the Lord did not tell me to go, so I cannot. I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit. Okay, third week, I was getting ready, singing, because I always, I have prayer. And I have the worship in the morning before I come. So when I come, I'm already fired up. Don't think it's just because I walk in here. You have to be always ready in season and out of season. Okay? So um, he said, okay. The third 
Sunday, he said, um, okay, uh, can you come today? Please come today. I said, not today. I'll let you know. I'll call you. So the following week, I called him. I said, I'm ready. So we went. He had a speaker. He didn't know. No, 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 no. I didn't call. Thank you, Joe. See, I need help sometimes. <laughs> so you do too. I didn't call. We showed up. I said, if it's really for me to, if it's meant for me to go up and speak, it will happen. I didn't call. They had a speaker from Fort Lauderdale. And he came to me. He said, Sister Maria, go up, take all the time you need because the church needs you today. Oh, man, I had all my notes about love, everything. And I just started going, Pastor Tom knows how I am. I get a little excited, and you all know the ones that know me. I was up there. I was on fire walking back and forth, and I said, where's your love? It does, it's not the color of the skin. It's because your blood is the same as mine. And the Lord said this, 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 this. And they got up, hallelujah, glory to God, praise to God, oh, we needed this. And they called me to go back again in Joe. I said, if the Lord sends us back, we will. But till this day, we never went. But see, see, the Lord confirms. One minute, 8.30. One minute more? Okay. Okay, another one. Don't let anybody deceive you. Be careful what you hear. I have morning prayer. For four and a half years, for President Donald Trump, America, and all the leaders, and, and even the ones that need to be saved. But sometimes, on that line, I'm going to be so, so honest with you. The other day, this lady came. She wrote books, and if I told you the name, you wouldn't know. But I'm not going to tell to I'm going to say anything. It's not right. So, oh, you have to send everything to the courts of heaven. And you know what? If you ever cast the demon python, send, him to the, send that demon to the courts of heaven when he comes back to you and to your children. And I was like, boop. I disconnected the phone. I said, what a lie. That's not what the word of God says. He gave us power. All the uh, power and authority. All the power of the enemy. He gives it to us, us all, not just one, two, us. If, if you can cast out Satan, what's the difference casting out Python, Leviathan, Viper, or whatever, witchcraft, Jezebel? What, oh, Joy, I love you. Oh, she came. So that's my partner on the cruise ships. And she knows I'm telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what's Python? Is Python bigger than, than Satan? If you cast out Satan, you cast out. And I'm not going to say, okay, I'm going to send this to the courts of heaven. Let me tell you, Jesus already did everything. I don't have to do a thing. Because his blood was enough to do to everything for us in food. He paid it all in full. We don't have to do a thing. And I don't listen to that garbage. And then towards the end, they have a book. Oh, if you buy this book, you keep your book. I have the best book. Well, let me tell you, I, the only book, I'm going to be so honest with you, the only book that I read, Pastor Tom, oh, I couldn't wait. Okay, it was good because it was all the Bible and the Bible, okay? And the other ones, be careful because sometimes 
there's stuff in there that doesn't line up with the word of God. You might be confused and you open up the doors for the demons to come in. Yes, I'm going to say demons to come in. And then they, because they come to steal what you have. They want to steal what we have in us. They, they don't care about you. They hate you. Why? Because they want you in hell or, or gone? Because it will stop you from doing the work of God, the work of the kingdom. That's all they want to do. But we're not going to allow that to happen. If you know the word of God, you keep going in Jesus' name. Well, I'm going to stop here because I don't want you to be <laughs> tired of listening to me. But thank God I give all the glory to the Lord. Everything he does, everything he has been doing through me, through all of you. And Father God, thank you for this opportunity, Lord. And I expect miracles, signs, and wonders being done through your people here and the ones out there that are crying out for help and they don't have anybody to help them out because they don't know who they are. But we know and we're supposed to go and help them out and teach them because of the ones in Pakistan, they didn't know anything about the kingdom power. They called me every time it was to, to cast out demons and pray. Now, they know. They know the power, authority, the kingdoms, the, the, the keys of the kingdom, they have everything. They're casting demons out now because they listen to Pastor Tom too all the time. And these coming in May, and I'm going to bring them here. We, we are building an, orphan, an orphanage for the children, the slavery children. So we are very much involved in different things that I don't tell you. I don't come up here anymore like you used to be, like crazy, always hugging this microphone. But it's all for the glory of God, okay? So keep going, keep doing the work of God, never stop. Don't be afraid of demons in the day that we have the meeting. If there's demons manifesting, please don't go. Step in, let it be the first time. There's gotta be a first time sometime. And keep doing the work of God for God's glory in Jesus' name. God bless you all. And <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you.